welcome to our reflections for this week. I hope and pray that you know that Jesus loves you and that we can enjoy his love as we wait for his return. A father was once busy working at his desk at home when his little daughter came in and said, Daddy, can we play? He answered, I'm awfully sorry, but I'm right in the middle of something. However, in about an hour, I can play. She said, Okay, when you're finished, Daddy, I'm going to give you a great big hug. He said, Well, I'll look forward to that. Thank you very much. She went to the door. Then she did a U-turn and came back and gave him a really big hug. Surprised, he said to her, But you said you were going to give me a hug after I finished. She answered, Daddy, I just wanted you to know what you have to look forward to. In the same way, because we know that God really loves us so much, we are to wait eagerly for Jesus' return. We are to look forward to Jesus coming back with great excitement because everyone who knows him will experience great joy in the day that he returns or calls us home. Therefore, as we think about these themes, let us begin by reflecting on Matthew 25, verses 1 to 13. Jesus said, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like ten bridesmaids, who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourselves. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, Believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the day or hour of my return. Amen. The parable that Jesus told in Matthew 25 verses 1 to 13, which we read, is all about his second coming. For just as Jesus ascended into heaven, so one day soon he will return. 
People have spent many hours trying to work out when the second coming of Jesus will be and the signs that we need to look out for. However, while we should not become obsessed about it, we should wait for it with excitement. In the parable, there are two groups of women. We have the prepared wise women and we have the unprepared foolish women. The prepared women don't just bring their lamps, but also bring some extra oil in case they have to wait a longer time. However, the unprepared women just bring their lamps and the oil that is in them. Now in Jesus' time, a wedding would begin at the bride's house when the bridegroom arrived to observe the wedding ritual. Then after the wedding, a procession would follow as the bridegroom took the bride to his house for the reception. And if the wedding was at night, lamps were needed for the procession. Therefore, if the bridegroom took his time, then the bridesmaids would have to be prepared for the wait. The same is true for us, for as we wait for Jesus to come, we need to make sure that we are prepared. We can't just do what we want in life and then at the last minute realise our mistake, for we may run out of time to get ready. The first thing we need to make sure is that we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Saviour and that we have the Holy Spirit living within us. Just coming to church or doing Christian type things will not make someone a Christian because it is only by faith that we are saved. Also the parable makes it clear that we cannot borrow faith from someone else. The foolish woman who forgot to bring oil wanted to get some from the other woman but they couldn't. Likewise, when Jesus returns, we can't claim to be a Christian just because our parents were. For having faith is a personal thing, which cannot be given to someone else or taken from them. We need to make sure that we all have faith and that we are personally ready for Jesus to return. Then once we are prepared, we need to wait patiently. Once a young woman busied herself getting ready for a blind date. This was not just dinner and a film. Her date had planned dinner at an exclusive restaurant with live music and dancing. Wanting to make a good first impression, she had taken the day off work. She had cleaned her flat. She went out that afternoon to have her hair done and to get a manicure. And when she got home, she did her makeup, put on her best dress, and was ready for her date's arrival. But his expected time came and went. Finally, after waiting well over an hour, she decided that she'd been stood up. So she took off her dress, let her hair down, put on her pyjamas, gathered all her favourite junk food, and sat down to watch TV with her dog. Sometime later, there was a knock at the door. It was her date. He looked at her in surprise and said, What? I gave you an extra two hours and you're still not ready to go? 
it can be so easy for us to give up waiting for Jesus to return. It's been nearly 2,000 years since Jesus ascended into heaven and it is easy to think that he is not returning to us. However, again and again, Jesus and the apostles make it clear that Jesus will return to take us to be with him. As it says in John 14, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. We live in a world where now is the norm. People expect things to be done as quickly as possible. We live in a today if not yesterday culture, and so we do not find waiting very easy. Mobile phones, the internet and other technology have meant that information, which people used to have to wait days if not weeks for, can now be received in a matter of seconds. Although all this is good, it does mean that we have become really bad at waiting. We are now all in such a rush that waiting can become really frustrating. Yet in our Christian lives, we need to be patient and wait. Jesus will return, and so we need to wait patiently for him. This does not mean that we are to put everything on hold until Jesus comes, but that we should live our lives so that every day we expect Jesus to return very soon. This should not paralyse our work, but it should challenge us and encourage us to try and live as God wants us to live every day of our lives. Consider a runner preparing for a big race. The runner trains and practices, sets goals and works towards them. They set their sights on the finish line and they strive to do their best on race day. In the same way, we should be prepared for the second coming of Jesus by living lives of faith, love and obedience. We should be striving to run the race of life well, with our eyes fixed on the finish line of heaven. The first time Jesus came, he was born, he taught, he died and he rose again. He came to show us his love, to show us how much he cared for us and the love we will experience fully in heaven with God. Through Jesus we have been given a foretaste of what is to come. The well-known hymn begins with the words, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. We have so much to look forward to, so let us wait patiently for Jesus to return and live as he wants to live. In the parable, the five women who were prepared and ready went into the wedding feast with the bridegroom. Therefore, those of us who are prepared and ready will enter the feast that 
God is preparing. All who are ready should be filled with excitement, for Jesus will return once and take those who are ready to be with him forever. Therefore, we need to make sure that we are ready for the return of Jesus. We need to look forward to the day when Jesus returns or calls us home to be with him forever. We know that God loves us and we have experienced a foretaste of his love through all that Jesus has done for us. However, our understanding and experience of God's love is small in comparison to the depth of love that we will know when Jesus returns and takes us home to be with God forever. As the hymn Blessed Assurance says, Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Saviour am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. Shall we pray? Gracious Father, we thank you that you sent Jesus to show us the way to you and to reveal the deep love that you have for each one of us. You have shown us your love for us through allowing your son Jesus to die on the cross so that everyone who believes in Jesus will not die but will live with you forever. We thank you that your son Jesus will return and take us to be with you. We thank you that you have promised us over and over again and that you never break your promises. Therefore help each of us to ensure that we are prepared for the return of Jesus. Help us to wait patiently for his return and help us to wait with great excitement for there will be nothing better than his return and the feast that you are preparing for all who believe in you. Wonderful Father, as we wait for the second coming of Jesus, we bring before you the needs and concerns of our world. We pray for those who are suffering and in need, for those who are lost and searching for hope, and for those who are facing trials and challenges. We remember in our prayers at this time the people who are dear to us, our family and friends, our neighbours and members of our community. Bless those who are ill, bereaved or concerned with your peace, your comfort and your strength as you always remain close to those in need. We pray for those who do not yet know you, that they would come to know the saving grace of Jesus and be filled with the hope of his return. We pray for those who are struggling with their faith, that they would be strengthened and encouraged by your love and presence. We pray for your church, that it would be a beacon of light and hope in the world, and that it would faithfully proclaim the good news of Jesus to all people. We pray for peace and justice in the world, that all people would experience your love and care. 
We pray for an end to violence, conflict and war, to poverty, hunger and thirst, and to oppression, and for the healing of the nations. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus, as we trust in your goodness and mercy. Amen. So let us continue to reflect on waiting for Jesus' return as we sing the hymn, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Jesus is mine Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine Heir of salvation, purchase of God Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood This is my story, this is my song Praising my Saviour all the day long my song, praising my Saviour all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending, bring from above, echoes of mercy. Whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Saviour all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Saviour all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest I in my Saviour am happy and blessed Watching and waiting, looking above Filled with His goodness, lost in His love This is my story, this is my song Praising my Saviour This is my song, praising my Saviour all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Saviour all the day long. So let us continue to live for Jesus each day as we wait for him to return or call us home.
And until we meet again, take care, stay safe, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.